0: Pepperidge Farm Milano.
1: I just realized that the first letter of every line of this review <laughs> spells help me. <laughs> it seems like everyone's a critic these days, blessing the world with our slightest opinions, all on our own mini platforms. I'm Scott Janovitz, And I'm Greg Conley. We're the hosts of Citizen Critic. A new podcast where we critique the critics and review the reviews of your favorite movies, music, television, toasters, toiletries, and paint colors. Listen to Citizen Critic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class from HowStuffWorks.com.
2: into the podcast. I'm editor Candace Gibson, joined today by Josh Clark, who's looking rather toned and smelly of chlorine from his trip to the Beijing Olympics, where yeah. he competed and came away with a... What What color medal did they give to someone who comes in last?
1: It's like green. Oh, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Although I, did, I, I, I couldn't catch up to uh, Michael Phelps uh, if I tried. Um, that kid is just... Built to swim. Long arms, long legs, short trunk, winning smile. Although I will say, my, my claim to fame aside from my green medal um, is that I took one of his toes in my mouth accidentally. No. I was in the lane next to him. So there you go. I'm, I'm planning on cloning him. You know, I, I did a swab immediately afterwards. So we're cool. But, um, you know, while I was there, I, I had found out I hadn't seen it. I just heard, you know, rumor that, um, that there were some sites to see that, that the rest of the people who were above ground in Beijing were going to miss. And that that was, there is an underground city somewhere below Beijing. So I'm looking all over the place trying to find this, you know, I'm, I'm looking under garbage cans for, you know, manholes, that kind of thing. And I couldn't find it. Um. So you in your all-knowing wisdom, you're you're quite omniscient. I was wondering if you might be able to tell me if that's fact or fiction since I couldn't find any, you know, definitive evidence myself.
2: It's fact.
1: Awesome. So yes. I missed the underground city. It is there. I'm really sorry to that's say you, you did.
2: I was actually kind of hoping that they might route the marathoners through there. It's about 18 miles um, total and I thought maybe you know just just pass through just so we can see it. Sort of so a nice a break from the heat of the street.
1: You knew that the underground city was there and you <laughs> knew I was going to Beijing. You didn't tell me to go to the underground city?
2: Just one more way I manipulate your life. Wow. Yeah it's not enough being your editor. I have to control your vacation too. So
1: tell me why why is there a city beneath Beijing?
2: If you really want to know the story, it begins do. in the 17th century with the Romanovs and the Ming Dynasty. And this was essentially the start of a centuries-long border skirmish between China and Russia.
1: Yeah, they have a lot of border.
2: Yeah, they do. I was
1: amazed when I was there. It's really long.
2: Yeah, and there are plenty of other countries in the world that share borders that manage to get along pretty well.
1: Like the USA and Canada? There you have it. Yes. Or the USA and Mexico? Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Anyway, China and Russia, not so much. It was always, you know, a power struggle for for borders and, and different out parcels of land and Everyone wanted part of the others, back and forth. Well, finally, when communism began to sweep across Eastern Europe...
1: Everything came to peace, right?
2: Well, you would think so. But again, still, that was not the case with China and the Soviet Union. It's
1: pretty surprising. I would think they'd be like, hey, I'm communist, you're communist. Let's have a picnic along the border or something like that.
2: You would hope, but no. No? And as we know, the Cold War lasted 1947 to 1991, and... As far as the U.S. and the Soviet Union went, there were no really physically violent skirmishes. It was a war of threats. We've talked about the Cold War before in yeah, one of our earlier were, podcasts. Yeah, there were
1: proxy wars. Yeah. Both sides fought each other using other nations' armies, which is kind of screwed up. But, yeah.
2: Well, China and the USSR actually came to physical blows. Wow. And it was pretty serious. And one of the first times it happened, uh, the Chinese attacked a boatload, of soviet soldiers and essentially I believe like a
1: literal boatload or you're just
2: <laughs> oh no no i'm sorry a literal boatload okay a literal boatload and about 24 of them died wow but then the soviets retaliated and they were a little bit more how shall i say this delicately um ardent with their mission, and about 800 Chinese died.
1: That's like the Chicago way. Somebody brings a uh, knife, you bring a gun. They put one of yours in the hospital, you put one of theirs in the morgue. See, the Soviets got that, apparently.
0: They did. Oh, they did.
1: Okay, so 800 people 800,
2: was yeah, and only about 60 Soviets died. And it was at this point that Chairman Mao said, no, you know what, enough is enough. We need to be prepared, because by then the Soviets were using aircraft strikes and the Chinese were afraid that missiles might come next or an all-out invasion over the Chinese borders. So he devised a plan for his country just in case of an attack. And about I think 4-60% to 60% were supposed to just run toward really remote mountainous regions run to the hills run to the hills quite literally yeah
1: you guys run to the hills
2: but then china's population just kept growing and growing and growing that he had to accommodate the rest Mm -hmm. so he decided to build the aforementioned underground city
1: so it was like a, a, an air raid shelter.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Only it was a really glorified air raid shelter. It was complete with a movie theater and a roller skating rink and a barber shop. And it was enforced with things like places to dig wells, mm-hmm. places to grow crops that didn't need sunlight. Yeah, sun I heard that
1: you could grow mushrooms down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah.
2: And there were little schoolrooms and and beds and separate little living quarters for everyone. It was really like China, just below ground. Right. And the point being that people could live down here for up to four months if stuff on land got too tough.
1: How how many people could it hold?
2: I think it could hold around uh, 300,000.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of people. It is a
2: lot of people. And the best part is that, you know, China's always been a, a nation who prizes working together and Mm -hmm. accomplishing a goal, you know, with everyone's hand in the pot. And that's how the underground city was built. Men, women, and children, they dug it by hand.
1: Well, yeah, this was during the uh, Cultural Revolution, I I would imagine, right? You said it was 1969 that they started? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the height of Chairman Mao's, like, let's all work together to establish communism in China, huh?
2: Indeed. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because underneath today, supposedly there are still pictures of Chairman Mao, you know, propaganda posters hanging up, and mm-hmm. not a whole lot has changed. And so you could have gone underneath to see the city, and you would have entered through a very secretive portal. Yeah, so you're, that, that's apparently... on the right track, I, One yeah. of the
1: reasons uh, I, I understand that I couldn't find it was that, I didn't know it did actually exist, but supposedly there were secret entrances throughout the city, and I I couldn't find one. Although I did hear that there was this uh, wall in this shop and uh, in fluorescent, like marker or something like that, there was a map of this underground city uh, and you had to maybe like hold a black light up to it or something to see it, which I think is super cool. Is that right?
2: That's true. And so it was a secret map so that only the Chinese would know how to find the underground city. And if the Soviets came in, they would be completely unaware of the map there.
1: It just looked like the city was deserted. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's really cool.
2: But even with the 18 miles of all these underground tunnels and all the area and all the facilities and all the resources not being used, um, most of it's closed off today. And with the Olympics coming through in Beijing, when they were trying to spruce up the city and get things looking shiny and new for all the visitors, they inadvertently, or maybe purposefully, I don't know, they tore down some of the old sites where these secret interests were. So now there's even fewer spaces where you can get underneath
1: That's Well, that definitely explains why I couldn't find my way down to this underground city.
2: That and if you're looking for a Chinese tour guide, because no Chinese are allowed down there. How come? I don't know.
1: That's really weird. big mystery. Yeah. Well, I hope that they uh, hold the Olympics in Beijing again four years from now, because I plan on going back. I'm going to go for the yellow this time, (laughs) not the gold, the yellow, um, which is better than green. But if it is there, I'm going to go to the underground city, which does exist. It's fact, right?
2: It's fact. It's It's fact. And I'll tell you one more fact. During the Olympics and all the clamoring and excitement as people got ready, thousands of children were named after the Olympics. Some actually named, named... after
1: the Olympics. huh. I mean,
2: well, some of them were actually named Olympics, and then others were named after the Olympic mascots. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's that's Olympic fever. I know. I read an I read an article in the Onion that said. Um, Uh, deadly virus outbreak in China, actually just Olympic fever.
2: Oh, no. I I read one in NPR where it showed a guy who'd gotten his whole face tattooed with Olympic uh, memorabilia.
1: Wow, you know, that's just something you'd regret by, what, September?
2: Well, he said that he didn't regret it. He wanted to remember it forever, and I think he will. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, if you want to learn even more about underground Beijing, you can read Why Is There an Underground City Beneath Beijing on HowStuffWorks.com. (laughs) HowStuffWorks.com